Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. So this is a different networking school podcast because I have my Superman, <laughs> Roy Times. And we're talking a little bit today about business, specifically entrepreneurs in business, some you know, married couples who are in business together, as well as entrepreneurs who are married to people who are not in business and how they support each other. And I want to introduce to you all the love of my life for 25 plus years. Why don't you introduce yourself, honey? Hi. My name is Mr. Tish Times, <laughs> also known as Roy Times. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> We've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been talking about doing it. And I think every now and then, you know, I'll invite <laughs> Mr. Times to come join us because one of the questions I get frequently, of course, this is the Networking School podcast. And we talk a lot about networking, but we talk a lot about business principles, client acquisition, and all the things that are required to do that. And in order to have a successful business, that means frequently that you're going to be out and about, right? You're going to be going to networking events. You're going to be on the phone a lot. You're going to be spending time, you know, pursuing new clients, which takes time away from the relationship occasionally. So I'd love to hear a little bit, if you would be willing to share your perspective on the journey because I've been I was doing I wrote a paper I wrote a um I was doing a talk preparing for it the other day and one of the things that I had to say was how long I've been an entrepreneur and I've been an entrepreneur for 21 years you know a little bit a couple of years we took some time off you know in between businesses but yeah, she gave me a break a couple <laughs> but overall it's been a journey it's been a long time so why don't you share what you would consider the journey being the spouse of an entrepreneur, and in some cases, even being in business together. What's what's your take on it all? I find that because there are ups and downs, you have to be committed to it, committed to the person, and you can't ever look at the person like, you know, you're messing things up. Or, you know, it's, it's always got to be, even if I'm not necessarily in the day-to-day operations of a business, um, I still have to always look at it as this is what we are doing because at a minimum I'm sacrificing for it. Um, so I need to, I need to mentally and emotionally have some ownership of it. And, and once you do that, um, once you have that ownership of it, 
it's a lot easier to do what you need to do. Um, and it's a lot easier to try and support your, your spouse and, and doing the day to day things and their endeavors to try to grow things. It's easier for you to make that capital investment to hopefully build things and improve things because it's, it's, you realize it's not just, Oh, this is something my spouse does. This is something that we do, even though I'm a silent, I'm a silent partner, but my name is on the business. It is. Her first name is Tish. My <laughs> last name is, so I'm a silent, not so silent uh, partner. Yeah, indeed. So what, what about, okay, let's just, let's talk about the real, real, because, yeah. you know, I, again, being a business coach, you know, people always know me as a sales and networking on expert. And I do a lot of training around that, but I'm also a business coach. So I get a lot of female entrepreneurs, specifically female, not to say that men might not have the same issues, but a lot of female entrepreneurs come to me and say, what do I do when my husband is telling me to go get a job because it's a slow process building the business, or they feel like you're spending too much time at these networking events, or you're always on the phone. What would you say to the, the spouse, male or female, but the spouse who is dealing with that and not maybe not seeing because we had times right where mm-hmm. the income was low and sometimes non-existent and we yes. poured a lot of our own money into this business over the years what would you say to that spouse who's feeling a little frustrated right now frustration is a part of life sometimes it's more how you deal with it than um, trying to avoid it because anytime you're trying to grow something, there are going to be some frustrating parts. That's just the way it is. If you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you know. <laughs> we know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we, we're, we're working towards some things. Um, and, you, and you have some frustrations, but that you don't take your jersey out and burn it. You, right. you just say, well, you know, hey, <laughs> next year, you yes, know, yes, next yes. year. Yes. Um, and so... It's the same thing, but the key is communication. There, there always has to be communication. To the entrepreneur, I would say, if, if you forecast a downturn in business and income, don't let it be a surprise to your spouse. Yeah. And at the same time, if you have a plan that's going to require capital investment from the family, i.e. from the personal uh, or family checking account, then have a conversation and treat them like a bank in the sense that um, here's my perspective. This is what we're looking at. This is how we're going to overcome that by, by going to these meetings in these cities. And I anticipate generating, you know, so many leads, which should turn into so much in terms of income, like give them something to hang on to so that when it's time to spend the money, they're like, okay, well, I understand why. Um, Because I think a lot of times, especially I'll I'll say for us, a lot of times you would, you would want to spend money on things and I wouldn't understand. And it, it made no sense to me, especially when you wanted to spend money for people to tell you stuff I had already said, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't understand, but now I get it. Now it's like, it doesn't matter if I said it or somebody else said it, as long as she hears it and does it, that's the really, that's the important thing. So I just got my feelings out of the way. So, so that you could do what was necessary 
to grow uh, the business. But communication is absolutely vital on both ends. If you're the spouse and you're starting to feel, you know, some kind of way about how things are looking, then you have to have a real conversation and say, hey, this is where I'm at. I support you, but this is what I'm feeling and and come together and try to make a plan to deal with it. Yeah, I think. And, and, you know, for, for me, and I'm speaking to the, the entrepreneur part of the, the, the couple, if you will. I know for me, I felt like I had to get it perfect before I presented it. So it's like I knew things were like looking, you know, dreary, <laughs> looking dim, not looking good. But instead of coming and saying, hey, this might be happening right now, but this is what I'm working on. I would try to fix it up so that I can present it to you perfect. But you would always catch it in the in the process still. Yeah. And and then we, you know, we'll we'll be talking about um I know during the the marriage seminar we're gonna do on the, the 26th and 27th of March of this month, we'll be talking a little bit about our story for sure. Yeah. But um, you know, we went through a really difficult time because instead of coming to you and saying, this is what's happening now, I was waiting until I can come and say, hey, look at how much money we made because of, you know, what I've worked on. Right. And, you know, of course, when things didn't go quite as well, it was like, oh, all this happened and everything kind of fell apart. And, and I um, got surprised. You got super surprised. <laughs> and it, it was it was difficult. So let's just say it was difficult. Yes, let's if you want to hear that. the whole story, you got to meet with us on yeah, uh, March yeah. 26th and 27th. Bring a pin. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that for me, it, it wasn't a, and I'm saying this because I want those of those, those entrepreneurs who are in that same mindset. You know, many, many times it's not a malicious tactic. It's not trying to hide things as much as, I don't want to tell them until I have good news instead of just saying, hey, this is where things are right now. And this is what I'm working on. So I would say to the entrepreneur, trust your spouse enough to have that conversation and into the spouse to trust the entrepreneur enough to know that they are working on something. And sometimes that might mean, okay, you do something in the interim while you're working. Right. But it doesn't mean the dr- the dream is dead. Get back to work, and we're just gonna you know do go with Plan A instead of you know allowing that person to live out. I would say the call because for me, business is not just the you know it's not just something I do. It's a call on my life. I'm I'm sure of that. But I know there, there's many entrepreneurs who feel like their spouse is trying to squash <laughs> their dreams, and they don't know how to deal with that. So. I appreciate the fact that you you let me live <laughs> my dream, and and I know it's not always been easy. You know, one of the questions that I often ask guests here on on Networking School podcast is, what have been the most important connections for you? Because I know that we we do a lot of marriage counseling, and you know sometimes those connections for other people are super important because they're like on the edge of. <laughs> falling over the cliff and something that might be said can kind of turn those around. But for you specifically, what have been the most important connections for you that have helped you to kind of progress and continue to move forward and to uh, attain the level of success that you have? Because outside of the business, you know, you got your own thing, you, you know, run a department in your organization and, and do a lot in and of your own as a pastor and so on and so forth. But what has been the connection that's really made the biggest impact on your life? I mean, obviously, spiritually maintaining my my connection with Christ has been right. preeminent because 
I would I would not be Superman without that. I would, <laughs> I would, I would be, you know, Zero Man or something mm-hmm. without that. But um, connections that I have made, friends um, that I have made are important. Um, the ones that support me um, when I'm trying to support you and feel like I'm failing. Those are the ones that are so vital because they serve to remind me um, I can only do what I can do. And, you know, I just got to trust God for the the rest. Um, And and I think those kinds of close connections, because your connections feed you. Right. Your your connections are predictors of what level of strength you're going to be able to exert. Um, Your connections are predictors, really of your income, <laughs> of, of a lot of things. Yeah. And so I'm careful about with whom I connect and to what extent. Right. Um, because I don't want to connect with somebody who's limited because they'll ultimately put pressure to limit me. But the people that support me while I support you, those are the ones that are, that are so vital. Um, our bishop has been tremendous. Right. Um, that's a man who will tell you the truth, no matter how you feel about it. So true. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so true. I, and that's a vital, vital connection. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. What would you say also, you know, how has it been for you being able to, and as I said, as I said earlier, you've excelled in your career, um, done great things. We both travel a lot outside of pandemic, of course. We both travel a lot. And, you know, I think, I think you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we still got, you know, pretty good flame going. We got, we have a lot of fun and everything. Yeah, you can still roast the hog. So what has been the thing that's allowed you to continue to excel, um, you know, doing all the things that you do and still being my Superman, still being um, very attentive to our relationship intentionally showing attention and doing all the, the things that you do. What, are the, what would you say your secret is? You have to be intentional about everything. Good things rarely happen on accident. Mm, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you have, you have to be intentional at work. Um, I sort of listen to what my boss is dealing with. Um, and I try to come up with unsolicited solutions so that when I do fall on my face, they think more about, well, man, he really saved me on this thing than, <laughs> than man, he really screwed that other thing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, at home uh, or where a church is concerned, it's the same thing. Um, I'm intentional about what I share, how I share. Um, and in our relationship, I'm intentional about making sure, A, that you know, that I know that you're beautiful. And how much I appreciate everything you bring to the table that maybe everybody doesn't see. I'm adamant that I don't ever want you to walk out of the house feeling like you're missing some accolade, missing some recognition, missing some validation. Even though I know you don't need me to validate you, I want to always be that one that you know is a soft place to land or a celebratory. Um, space for you when you have your victories. And so I'm very intentional about creating a space in your mind that says, you know, this guy um, has got my back. You You know, people often ask me, because if you ever pay attention to 
our post on social media, you know, I always call you my Superman. And if you notice, it's not just Superman. It's always my Superman. And that's important because... I ain't rescue nobody. I know. And, <laughs> and, and, and people might ask, well, why do you why do you call him your Superman? And I'm going to read you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read you guys just a little bit of this song. Because the first time I heard this song, I literally broke into tears. And sometimes I still do when I hear it. Because I think it epitomizes so well who you've been to me. And it's a song called Superman by Robin Thicke. And you can look up the look, look up the, the song on YouTube and you can hear it for yourself. And I, I love the lyrics. I love the melody as well. But it says, I'm a Superman, thanks to Lois Lane. Kissed away my problems when I went insane. Fished me from the bottom when I lost my name. Gave me something I could live for. And it goes on to basically say that I will be there to take care of you. I will be there when you cry. I will, I will be there when you need someone to tell you that you're beautiful. And I will be there when... You need someone to run with. I will be there when you need someone to dance with. I'm your lover when the skies turn gray every day till it's beautiful, baby. And um, I'll never forget when we were going through that difficult, dark time when I neglected to share with you where we were really in the business. And, you know, yeah, surprise, we're losing everything. And again, that whole story, we'll, we'll tell you about it during the Merit Seminar. But Whew, that was a difficult time. It was a, a scary time. It was it was one of those moments where it's like, are we going to make it through this or not? And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, thank God, you know, I think you made a decision. It's like, you know what? I got you. And um, and I'm going to be there with you regardless. And that from that moment on, I'm like trying to keep myself together. Yeah, yeah I'm like, move on, man. I'll be on here crying. <laughs> it just, you know, for me, it's just like that time was such a pivotal time in our marriage, in our life, and, and if I never knew before that you really had my back and, and always had my best interest at heart, it was during that time. So it's like, it's not always the great times that make us know that someone has us, it's those difficult, difficult times, times, for sure. So of course we could, you know, you know us. We could sit here and talk all day. So I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna give you all um, an invitation. And obviously, this networking school podcast is brought to you by the Making Love Marriage Seminar that we're gonna be hosting on there on March 26th and 27th. It's here in Phoenix, Arizona. I've actually had a few people ask if we're doing a virtual option, and so this time we're not. Um, and it's going to be a very small, intimate um, gathering. And I say that because we're only bringing in a few couples. Um, you know, we're still kind of in pandemic. And I say kind of, we're still in, in that place of being safe and having to be socially distanced. Right. Um, and in the future, maybe we will. But if you're in the Phoenix area, then you'll definitely want to grab your ticket. We'll make sure that the, the um, link is here in the show notes. And um, before we wrap up, what would you say one thing? that people are going to get from our time together on the 26th and the 27th here in Phoenix? The goal is that um, couples learn how to laugh again. Mm. Because you can, if if you're friends, your marriage is going to make it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you are just business partners or if it's just um, you know, quote unquote, love between a man and a woman, that kind of stuff 
doesn't always, especially in difficult times, it doesn't always get you through. You have to be able to laugh together. You have to be able to be friends and just enjoy each other. And so one of the things that, that I think people will learn um, is that concept of what kinds of things can I do to create the right atmosphere um, to make sure that our marriage lasts? Because no matter how successful your business is or isn't, life will still present you with other challenges in other areas. Um, and so you're going to have to know how to laugh your way through <laughs> something <laughs> you might be laughing on your way to the bank but mm -hmm. there might be other things too that you're going to have to laugh your way through so right. um learning how to be friends learning how to laugh together and the and the critical way to create the right atmosphere in your marriage um i think th that'll be hopefully what everybody walks away with and is able to use and improve their relationships for sure so although this is for any couple who, whether you are in a great place and want to get better, whether yeah. you're in a kind of rocky place and might need a little bit of a tune up for your relationship, or maybe you're just kind of stuck and you just need some uh, life re-injected back into your relationship. Right. This will be great for any couple. However, I absolutely, I, I really want those who are in business together in business, one entrepreneur or one, you know, one person who's in business or aspiring to start a business, right. this will be a great um, seminar, a great event for you. We're gonna have a ball. We, we don't do things normal, I promise you. We're gonna have a great time. There will be prizes, there will be games, and it starts on Friday night. We're gonna have dinner together and have a session during dinner. And then the next day we'll be together um, during the day. So check out the link in the show notes. Get your ticket quickly because once again, we are limited, um, space. limited space and running out of space quickly. But, um, but we want you to come and just know this, that we always think of networking as meeting people we don't know. Whereas I want you to think of it as building relationships and getting to know how do you best serve um, your customer. Well, guess what? We think about internal customer relationships. Right. Your marriage is the best <laughs> internal internal customer relationship that you'll ever learn how to serve well, and you'll get the best bang for your buck, if you will, Absolutely. by investing that time. So we'll see you all on March 26th and 27th. And even if you're catching this podcast after the fact, we will do it again. So make sure you um, follow us on social and um, you can send us a message and let us know that you're interested in the next one. And we'll let you know when those dates are. So thank you so much. Thank you for being here, honey. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.